good Wednesday evening and welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Wednesday wind up live. Hope everybody's enjoying this Wednesday. It's me. It's me. It's the big guy KG coming in, waiting on the balls BJ to join up in here. We got some news to hit that is absolutely positively shocking, in my opinion, because I never thought it would happen. But uh, it did. And as mentioned, we have the man that writes all the checks, the man that keeps this operation running and keeps us going. The boss, BJ. Uh, good evening to everybody or morning or afternoon. Whatever time you listen to it, thanks for joining us. What's going on, sir? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, brother. I'm I mean, I'm not feeling uh Deshaun Watson good. You know, we were talking about him the other uh what was that, Sunday or whatever day and his money. But I ain't feeling Deshaun Watson good just yet. But that guarantee that guaranteed money, fully man, guaranteed. Two hundred and thirty million. That's life changing. It absolutely is, brother. We got uh we got a lot to get to and um I'm gonna try to keep it semi short and sweet, you know, but uh Big, big news today out of the NFL. We're going to dive right into it. And before we dive right into it, I don't know if you've done it already, KG. Please follow us on our social media accounts. We're on Instagram, Sideline Junkies 24-7. We're on Facebook, Sideline Junkies Podcast. And uh, we have a group, Sideline Junkies 24-7. Um, email, Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Um, yeah, please like, follow, share, subscribe. Uh, we're on Anchor. We're on all your favorite podcast platforms. So um, pick pick a platform, kick back, listen. We got plenty of material for you uh, to listen to. And, uh, you know, like we always say, we welcome everybody's opinion. You want to come on the show, we, we definitely welcome that. You want to email us, hit us on uh, Instagram and, you know, shoot the shit, talk about some sports or whatever else we're talking about. Hit us up, man. Most definitely, most definitely. And don't forget, if you don't have any streaming platform, but you got Facebook and you're like, man, I don't listen and stuff, anything streaming, how do I listen to you guys? Facebook podcast. We are on Facebook podcast. Like you can listen from the comfort of your app, minimize it and do your scrolling. We won't even take up any screen space while you listen to us. That's how 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 accommodating we are on Facebook podcast. Absolutely. We we getting streamlined with this thing. And uh, the Facebook podcast just came about what last week? Yeah, last week. Last week, yeah. We've so we got some things, you know, trying to always we're always, you know, looking to improve and better ourselves and figure out um, you know, how to get our voices out to more people and you know, get more people on the show. Cause I notice a lot of people are gun shy. Um, cause we got some very strong opinionated folks that follow us and comment and like, you know, I would love to have those people on to just talk about whatever it is we're talking about at that time. So yeah, hit us up, man. You know what B before we jump in it, it's funny you say that because I think I sent it to you, uh, earlier, um, did a reel and it's on, uh, Instagram, it's on Facebook, it's on TikTok about Colin Kaepernick and his workout and his phone should be ringing. Hopefully this week, week's almost over. And a gentleman, I'm not going to refer to him by name, but he told me it was a shitty opinion. Here's the thing about opinions. They're like assholes. Everybody got one. That's my opinion. 
mine. You don't like it. Hey, you got every right not to like it. Every right. But shitty, never. You know, I mean, I wish he would hit me with the Nick Fury. Yeah, that's your opinion. And I agree with it. I'm, I'm sorry. That's your opinion. And it's a dumbass opinion. And I don't agree with it. But it's your opinion. I would have respected that. But calling it a shitty opinion because it's my opinion. Hey, come on now. Yeah, you know, one thing we always we promoted since we started this show in 2017 is that, you know, it's multiple people that help run this podcast and we'll never, ever, you know, uh, we, we we'll go back and forth, you know, trying to, you know, figure out, OK, this is what I'm saying. This is what I believe. You'll say you'll come, you know, and, and we'll come together. But. We just don't believe in the just to disagree and argue and be loud, you know, like some of your favorite sports shows. It's just, you know, yeah, it's it's good entertainment and, you know, we could do it. But it's just, you know, we all know how we have difference of opinions. And, you know, a lot of times me and KG, you know, kind of will agree on something 90 percent of the way. And that last 10 percent is what we got to debate out. You know, not argue out, debate out. We gonna debate it out, and we're gonna bring some facts, some stats. Um, you know, not gonna bring anybody mama into it, but you know, that's just just how we operate. And sometimes, you know, it's a couple times the last couple shows where we didn't meet ninety percent. We met like 10, 15 percent. We we definitely had to hash it out. So, look, don't be don't be afraid. Come, you know, come on the show. We're not gonna bash you for your opinion. You know, we're going to put your opinion out there um, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about why you feel that way. You know, um, you know, if you got stats behind it, facts, you know, what are you comparing it to? Um, all that good stuff. So but without further ado, I know we uh, we're already five minutes in and, you know, we love to talk. We're going to get to the big news of today that KG, it just appeared out of thin air. When I first saw the uh, Adam Schefter tweets uh, shared, I thought it was fake. I did, too. I agree with you. Yeah. I did, too. Yeah, I thought it was completely fake. And then I said, okay, you know, let me go to Twitter. Let me go to Schefter's account. And damn sure enough, Adam Schefter's account, the verified account, all of a sudden, Tyreek Hill has permission to seek a trade. Bro, I had never seen a trade materialize that fast. Never. No, you had to have that in the works to the point that you had the numbers and everything worked out. And Kansas City said, hey, Miami. And it was Miami and the Jets immediately. And I'm like, damn, he's you going from Super Bowl contention to either possibly making the playoffs or being the bottom of the AFC East. And I was like, what? And they gave him a choice. <sighs> yeah, I, I, you know, if you sit back, you know, and me, me uh, our resident sideline junkie, Gary, we were talking about everybody, you know, been going back and forth with the big guy, been going back and forth with Gary. And, you know, we were talking about one of the benefits, of course, you get out of Kansas City, now, eight of your home games every year are in good weather. It might be rainy at times, but you you just move to good weather. Your home is going to be in good weather. And depending on your schedule, 
you go from 50% to maybe um, 60, depending on where your games are of, of good weather. Like Kansas City is cold, you know, snowy. Um, that's eight games out of the year. And then if you're going to Buffalo, if you're going to, you know, um, you know, who's in their division? Um, oh, AFC West. Um, you know, all the all the rest of those teams are, you know, what good weather teams, except for, for Denver. Part. Except for Denver. Yeah, except for Denver. You know, I, I give you that. Denver is the altitude, but um, you know, it, it's uh, like you say, he had a choice between two. I, I, you know, I, I think Miami's a no-brainer. Better quarterback, better overall team. You have a coach off the. I don't know if he's – we'll call him off the Kyle Shanahan tree. You know his name? Uh, Hold on. Let me find out. Okay. Find I'll keep – Because I can't remember his name. Yeah, I, I can see his face in my head, but I don't remember his name. If this guy has learned anything from Kyle Shanahan, you might see a, a very, very good Dolphin squad. Uh, you know, I, I come on here, I praise Kyle Shanahan all the time for, you know, what he works with, with you know, as far as lacking a quarterback. Um, but yeah, if he's learned anything off that Cal Shanahan tree, if anything from Cal Shanahan rubbed off of him, Tua and that that squad, they're in a good position. Um, they just signed one of the best uh left tackles in the league. Um, Armstead from uh the Saints. If he was a free free agent from the Saints. Um, so it's like I always say that you have to you play your division six games to to every every other team. You have to gear up for your division. And they've geared up for Buffalo. You know, Buffalo offensively don't doesn't need anything. You know, they can add pieces. But Buffalo went and got Von Miller. What do they do? They bolster the, the offensive line. Um, they make uh, the Buffalo defense work now because – you just can't cover Waddle. Now you got to cover Tyreek Hill, Mike Gusecki. Everybody, I think everybody's forgetting about Gusecki because I see the the memes with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and and uh, Tua in the picture. But we're beginning out Mike Gusecki. He, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's a, a bad boy. Yeah, he's a bad boy. He's a problem. Then you have Gary pointed out they got they signed Raheem Mostert from. The 49ers, and he has wheels. Mm-hmm. And I said, if you if you have him, just imagine if they set up the system for like they have for Terrell Davis with zone blocking. And you had that speed, he hit a hole and they set up set that thing up and he can go. So now you have multiple issues on offense that you know your division is gonna have to figure out because if you can win your division, you make the playoffs. If you can win your division, you you can fight it out in your division. If you can get a hold of your division, you win the you you make the playoffs. We've seen teams with a losing record and um you know head of division make the playoffs. So I think the you know I want to I don't want to say I think the Dolphins won eight straight games last year. Um, Tyreek Hill is the ultimate playmaker. Tyreek Hill is somebody that. Whenever he touches the ball, no matter where he is on the field, whether he they starting from their own goal line, he is a threat to score. 
And you can't – what other receivers can you say that about in the league? You have some really got good – you know, your Devontae Adams of the world, your DeAndre Hopkins, but they don't have that speed. No, this dude has Olympic speed. Exactly. And the, uh, the head coach's name is uh, Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. I want to call him Mike Jones so bad – he had that press conference <laughs> where the dude asked him the question name was Mike Jones. So I don't know, that's that's why I remember Mike Jones. I'm like, but nah, that's not his name. Um, yeah, you're right. Olympic speed, man. That is it's going got, to be it's gonna be a problem, man. I got one for you. Think about this. Not only do they have Tyreek Hill in this receiver, and their wide receivers room is stacked. Tyreek Hill, we know he ran track, he's a track guy. But he's a track guy that can move side to side. Most track guys can only run straight speed. Um, they got Devontae Parker. They got Jalen uh, Waddle Waddle. Uh, I got to figure out how to really pronounce his name so we get it right. But um, Alan Hearns, another track guy who's a burner, used to play in Jacksonville. They have him. Then you got Tua Tungavailoa. You got Teddy Bridgewater backing him up. Um, you got Miles Gaskin. At running back, their defense, I think, is going to be pretty daggone good. I love Xavier Howard, I really do. Um, we got we snatched Bobby McCain from them, but Xavier Howard on that defense heading it up. And I'm just looking over the defense, not really too many names that stand out right now, but man, they could be what were they nine and eight last season. They might win double-digit uh-huh. games this year. But now here's the problem. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Here's the problem. You can win double-digit games in the AFC East. You still have a powerful Buffalo team. I don't give a shit what nobody says. Buffalo's Buffalo has the AFC East in their hand right now. They, they finished them, third. At, they finished third at 9-8. and eight. The Patriots finished in front of them at 10-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. And behind Buffalo so, is the Patriots. So uh, – what team am I leaving? The Jets. The Jets are the, the Jets are the doormats. You know, I, and I, the thing is, the Jets can't get it right at quarterback. It seemed like no New York team, well, no New Jersey team that claims New York can get it right Thank at quarterback. You. Thank you. Thank you. So, but that's just a, a thought in my head because I like Zach Wilson. Put a line in front of him and see what he does. Speaking of which, to prove my point, about Zach Wilson, sometime before the end of the week, we got to play a game of Madden. I want to show you what I can do with Zach Wilson. Okay, we, the boy, we, definitely, we definitely try to get that in there. The boy can't throw out to save his life. But short throws, intermediate throws, would make him a game manager instead of a superstar that you depend on him. Let him manage the game. Make him a Alex Smith. But jumping off subject. The AFC East is still Buffalo's. Until somebody takes it from Buffalo, and I don't have Miami taking it from Buffalo, only person that's going to stand in the middle of the ring and trade blows with Buffalo right now, as of right now, is the New England Patriots because they have Mac Jones and they have one of the greatest coaches ever in Bill Belichick. But talk to you earlier. What Brandon Bean is doing to bolster this team, he's getting stronger. And we still got the draft coming up. I need to see how many draft picks y'all got. I'm sure y'all got double digit. Because so, y'all been doing some willing and dealing. You know what? That's a good question. I, I want to say, uh, 
I want to say they got to pick every round. I want, uh, I'm looking it up now. Um, but but yeah, what you're saying, yeah, Bill Belichick. You still got to get through Bill Belichick, and you know, um, of course, I'm trying to find it. Um, it's not giving me what I want, but um, you know, you still got like you said, one of the greatest coaches, and you know, if you have any defensive mind like Bill Belichick, he's gonna figure out a way to slow that that uh, Dolphins. Um, they have uh, eight picks. They have two seventh round picks. So, um, but yeah, you you and and that's the blueprint right there. If he can figure out a way, and, and you know, I'm not discrediting Leslie Frazier um, or anybody else that you know is a defensive minded coach, but. You're going to have to really put your homework together because you can't leave. You can't have no no safety help over top of that. Mm-mm. Yeah, you you have to have some safety help over top of that because, like I said, Tyreek. We watched it in a divisional game that when he took to the house, like he outran and ran through the Bills' defense. They couldn't they couldn't touch him, and they had angles on him. It's just like if that's any other receiver, you know, he stopped. You know, so they, 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 the, I, I applaud this Florida team because Jacksonville just throwing money. Yeah. Jacksonville just throwing money and hoping for a prayer. It, it seems like Miami's actually putting something together and it's going to rest on, unfortunately, the way this league works is going to rest on the shoulders of Tua Tungo Violoa. Mm. That, that's where it's, it's going to rest with. Can he? One, can he stay healthy? He's had health issues. One, can he stay healthy? Two, this ain't Patrick Mahomes. And and Shannon Sharp made a very good point earlier. He's going to learn quick that this ain't Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, it's, it's a reason why Patrick Mahomes is the number one QB in the AFC. You know, and I'm not down in my QB. I think he's a close second. But until he beats him, he can't be number one. That's that's how I look at him. Old school. Until you beat number one, you can't be number one. And Joe Burrow's close. You know, Joe Burrow, you know, if, if he has another season like he did and beats Mahomes again, I can put him in front of Mahomes. But right now, I think Mahomes is still the the front runner leading AFC quarterback. And then you have Allen Burrow, um, Herbert, and um Lamar Jackson. Don't forget about Lamar Jackson. So and a couple other guys that round out that top ten. So um, yeah, the Dolphins. If you're if you're a Miami Dolphins fan, my cousin down Suffolk is a big Miami Dolphins fan. You're happy. You're 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 ecstatic because you have a chance. And, and I, you know, yes, I'm a Buffalo fan. I'm not saying it because I'm a Buffalo fan, but I really think Miami has a chance to take that division from Buffalo. If they play up to what they have on paper, that's the it's a big thing. They got to play, you know. They still got to beat Josh Allen. He's magical, you know. And that Bills offense is magical. It's you know the Bills question in the last two years is defensively, can they catch up with the offense to balance it out? And I have the offense has to have to do everything. But now you put more strain on the defense because now you got to play Waddle. And Tyreek Hill and Mike Gusecki, and you got to deal with Raheem Mostert in the backfield. 
Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be an exciting 2022-23 season with all these moves, KG. Yes, indeed. And we're joined by the man of the hour, Tower Power, Too Sweet to Ever Be Sour, Delante. Uh oh. All right, we're good. You got you. There you go. All right, we're good. So we talking Tyreek Hill traded to Miami. I know you have because that's your division. So what's your what's your thoughts on that? Uh yeah, I'm happy. We don't have to deal with him anymore. But um I kinda I, I kinda seen this coming because when you give your quarterback a four hundred and fifty million dollar extension, you know, some unfortunately you're gonna lose some key pieces. You you can't pay everybody. You know, saying so you done pretty much threw, you know, the the the, the Brinks truck yeah. at one individual. Um, Tyreek Hill. It, the, the fact that it happened so soon is what shocked me. But to piggyback off of BJ, um, I think that the octave word for Miami is chance. They do have a chance to um, challenge Buffalo for that division. Now, do I think they're gonna get it? No, no. Uh, Josh Allen, this this dude is is a one steak sauce. You know what I'm saying? Um, that you know what he did in the playoffs. I think it's it's just his his legend is going to grow greater moving forward. Um, but it's going to be some some tough games because Miami they already have a, a a tough defense, but with that offense, oh man, you know we're adding Tyree Hill to that offense, and then they got um what's the uh I don't know if Philip Lindsay's still with them or if he's a free agent, but you know, they they got some speedsters, man. Miami, they they got they got pure, you know, in your face speed. Now I am concerned with uh Tua. Um, can you um, like can y'all imagine Tua throwing a 60 yard pass to Tyreek Hill? <laughs> it, it, it might go 13 yards, but mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Far as him out of our division, see ya. Hmm. And the compensation, the compensation for this pick. The Kansas City Chiefs traded six time, and I'm reading this from ESPN.com. Traded six time Pro Bowl receiver uh, Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins for five draft picks a 2022 first round pack draft pick, which is the 29th pick, a second round pick, which is number 50, uh, a fourth round pick plus a fourth and six round picks in 2023 five picks and then this is all pending a physical it's not official yet the dolphins are also giving hill a four-year 120 million dollar extension including 72.2 million guaranteed including 52.535 million at signing drew rosenhaus is his agent and he just got paid so I, I'm not mad at it at all. Hey, y'all duke it out. I got I, I got bad enough things dealing with uh dealing with um Dallas and they done lost Randy Gregory, so I'm happy about that. But whew, we'll see. Now, one thing I said, and I'm not afraid to say it again, Dolphins, in my opinion, have Tyreek Hill. They have a potential to win double digit games uh with this roster put together, but I think they'll regress. I think they'll be be below 500 this upcoming season. Remember, you got a new coach, new offense. You got new weapons. Guys got to jail. You still got to deal with COVID. You still got to deal with injuries. 
they will regress this year. Trust me. And that's what I'm saying on March 23rd at 8.47 p.m. on the East Coast, Wednesday wind up live, write it down, take a picture. They will regress. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, you go from one of the top tier quarterbacks in the league and Patrick Mahomes now down to Tua. And it's, it's not a knock on Tua. Just like we talk about, we've been talking about Baker Mayfield. He he still has to prove himself and prove that he can stay healthy for a whole season and be consistent. So um, if, you know, and I forgot the coach's name already again, but if he comes Mike in, yeah, there you go. If he comes in here, if he comes in here and implements a system that favors Tua, I say that all the time. It's so important. If you come, if he comes in here and sits down and goes through this with Tua and, and identifies his strengths and weaknesses and what they can run and do, they're gonna be they're gonna be a force to reckon with, man. It's gonna take some time to gel. We all we all have seen in any league, you just can't put something together on paper and write it, write yourself in in the championship. It don't work like that. So we shall see. But I, hey, if you, like I said, if you're a Dolphins fan, great moves. If you're a Chiefs fan, you might be hurting a little bit. But when you see what cap space you have now and the assets you got back. And all these playmaking receivers, fast receivers in the draft, like you can, you, you, I hate to say, I don't want to say you can replace Tyreek Hill because it's hard to replace that because we've seen guys get drafted at receiver that can run four, two, four, three and, and get in the league and absolutely disappear. So, you know, if they do their research and they've been doing a real good job, you know, as far as, you know, drafting and stuff. They can they can plug that hole and you know that's you know on the on the flip side of that for the Chiefs this puts a lot of pressure on Juju Smith Schuster because he ain't really been I mean you, you know you say what you want about him I'm gonna say this and this is my opinion he's been an average receiver you know now he definitely doesn't have Tyreek Hill speed he probably will break his uh. KG, can you look and see if he had a thousand yards receiving this year? Because I think if he didn't, that still eludes Juju Smith Schuster of not having a thousand yard receiving season. Um, but he would definitely, he will definitely have one this year. But that's gonna put a lot of pressure on that dude because that team is, you know, trying to reload to win the championship. This ain't no rebuilding. You know, they're trying to reload. They might be off this year a little bit, but I mean, when you have a great quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. You know, they'll they'll get their way through just like they did last season, where they were struggling a little bit, and then at the end of the season they start clicking and moving, and it was like, oh, the Chiefs are back. So, well, Juju, uh, God, of course I had it and it's gone, just because I wanted. Juju uh, led the league in TikToks last season. Uh, him and Jackson Mahomes will probably start up a partnership sooner or later. Uh. But um, damn, where the hell is the damn? It's two thousand seven. Damn, I of course I can't find this. They don't even have his stats on here. Jeez, hold on, shoot. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster, where's your bio, buddy? Hmm. I'm looking. I just I'm looking I don't at really looking at it now. Uh, he got he had he did have a uh, he had one 
1,406 yards in 2018. Um, 2021, I, I guess he was he was hurt? Yeah, he was Hold hurt. On. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, 2021, he only had five games, um, 15 yard, uh, 15 receptions, 129 yards. Um, you know, and, and this he's one of those guys that I question him being hurt to not wanting to play because the team is struggling, you know, kind of like, you know, a couple other guys that I will remain nameless right now, but he just gives off those vibes. So it's going to be interesting to see if he actually comes to uh, Kansas city ready to play. And then I don't forget about Kansas city. And I know we're going off topic a little bit. We're going to have to start picking it up and wrapping it up. They still have, don't they still have Josh Gordon? Yep. Yeah. I think he signed a two-year deal. Yeah, so, look, you know, Josh Gordon might be, you know, his nickname was Flash. So, you know, for a reason. So, they maybe he's looking good, and they they feel like, you know, know, with Patrick Mahomes and what we still have, um, and Gary made a good point uh, earlier, McCole Hartman is almost just as fast as Tyreek Hill. Might not be Tyreek Hill speed, but he he got jets too. So, you know, it might be next man up, and we might see some. Might we might not see a, a drop off from Kansas City. True indeed. True indeed. Uh, moving on to our next topic, so we can get on and get up out of here. Uh, I gotta say this because I don't normally do this here. I normally keep it online, but my bulls will finish with a winning record for the first time since 2015-2016. Right now, currently sitting in the fifth spot, 42 and 35 games out of first. Not too good in the last 10, 3 and 7. And last I heard, 0-3 against the top three uh, in the East. So everybody's wondering if it's a fluke. But um, if the playoffs started today, Bulls will play the Celtics, and the Celtics get them up out of there. I love playing the Celtics in the first round and getting them up out of there. But um, I got to give it to this Bulls team. And I owe one Zach Levine a absolute positive uh, apology. Because when they traded Jimmy Butler for Zach Levine, I was against the trade. Of course, it was Jimmy Butler. And I was listening to one of our older shows and talking about the, the Bulls and Zach Levine and how I didn't really care for the trade because, you know, it broke my heart. Yes, it broke my heart, but to see what has come to fruition and to see what they have done in Chicago, bringing in Vucevic, Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, Ayo Dasamu, um, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, even Tristan Thompson who I don't think should get very much playing time. I can rebound better than him, but he needs all that, all the uh, work he can get right now because of child support payments, but that's another show. But with all of those pieces they brung in, I owe Zach Levine an apology because they did build around him. And this team is maybe a year away from really competing for a championship. I may not say this year, but they're a year away from competing for a championship. So big ups to my Bulls. Uh, loving what I'm seeing. I know everything. We got 10 games left in the season. Everybody's coming back off of injury. We're going to be a way better team. 
come the second season. So just showing love to my Bulls, fifth in the Eastern Conference. So hey, I believe I sent you a, a stat. They they're either was it 0 and 13 or 0 and 16 against the top top three teams of each conference. Yeah. So I mean, it, 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 it you know it's not the the, the down the Bulls. Everybody got to take that step. They just put this team together. You know, you have to it, just like Buffalo and, and the Bills are doing. You have to learn how to beat the, the top dogs, and you know that takes time to get that confidence and get going. Where you know you 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 understand how to beat this team. Like you know the Milwaukee Milwaukee broke through and won their championship. You know they're top dogs. Everybody goes through it. it, it you know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not uh, limited to the Bulls, uh, you know. So you see that stat, you see it, and, you know, you know okay, you know, they've had, you know, injury here and there, but they'll get there. They'll get there. They're a really good team. They're, they're deep. I like how deep they are, and I, I, I'm, I'm with Kevin. I think if they can keep this team together and play chess, move some pieces around here and there, and take what's needed, you, you you'll see the Bulls in the Eastern Conference and fighting to get to that final. I'm hoping. Uh, it's been what we going on 22, 24 years now since we've been in the finals. It's too long. I'm used to being in the, in the finals every year from ninety ninety one to what ninety seven ninety eight six finals runs six titles. So ah, times have changed, but moving right along, I want to hear from you two guys on this last topic and Kevin Willard name doesn't sound familiar. Well, and the DMV is going to sound familiar because he is the new coach of the university of Maryland Terps men's basketball team. Uh, surprise is, what I'll say, and I'll throw it to BJ first, and then Delonte, uh, you take it over. Um, thoughts on the new Merlin head coach? Thanks for taking my call. I'll hang up and listen. I didn't understand why they didn't give Danny Manning a chance. Um, you know, he was an interim coach. Um, you know. You know, you got a pedigree there, you know, pros. Um, <laughs> um, I just, ah, look, I don't understand why he didn't get a chance. I, I, I really don't. Um, you're not going to, you know, get a full, you know, basketball in college is different because you, you get a coach, you have to get him two to three draft classes to scouting classes to see what they can do, who they can bring there. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't forget they're in the Big Ten, so, you know, they got to play Michigan. You know, they got to play all these uh, big-name teams that, you know, that are kicking their asses right now. So it's just like, why not give Danny Manning a chance? Like, I'm just not impressed with the hire. I feel like um, I feel like this is going to be a, a, 
Maryland is just going to stay the same. It's not going to get better. Um, you know, um, I just I just how I feel. You know, um, I I don't. I don't know why they couldn't get somebody better. It felt like the the hire was rushed. That's what it feels like to me. That's what it feels. Like. It felt like it was rushed. Um, I mean, you know, their um, you know, the guy's track record isn't like like oh my god, you know, Kevin Willard, like you know, waiting in the wings to 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 you know take over a, a story program. I like you know, this is like a higher where they were panicking like almost like we'll see I, I just don't think this is going to turn into anything I think this is going to turn into this guy losing his job again and then back to um searching for a coach I like I said I don't know why they didn't let Danny Manning and maybe that's something I had to dig into and figure out why didn't let him take over the reins and see if he can get some prospects in here to get Maryland you know back being competitive but definitely not happy with the the uh with the um the hiring of Kevin Willard, it's not like it's not like he has any Maryland ties, uh, <laughs> you know. So we'll see. Um, I, I looked at his record with Seton Hall. You know, his conference record is you know is is average at best. It's not like he was Seton Hall was tearing it up. So we'll see. I, I I'm against it. Um, I thought it was better candidates out there that could have took over the program, but you know that's me sitting from the sidelines. Delonte, I'm gonna throw a name out there, uh, and and this name is an individual who's not only an alum, but who I thought uh, was going to be the successor, and that's Juan Dickey. Um, you know his, his name came up a lot, even when they named Danny Manning as the um, interim coach uh I, I guess they already um there was a foregone conclusion that it wasn't gonna work out with Manning he was just he was like a band-aid per se I wouldn't mind giving him a chance but this uh Kevin uh, Willard guy I had a chance to uh look at his uh past and I'm I'm not moved um BJ's not moved a lot of people a lot of us you know Maryland fans you know Maryland residents we're not moved you know what I'm saying? I think, I think you know, it, it's, it's just, um, it's, it's a bad hire. You know, I'm going to keep it up. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a bad hire. Um, you know, I got to put a new school part of the draft, like maybe a couple seasons. Uh, we really, I, I think we really could have benefited from keeping Manning or Adam Juan Dixon because we need someone, you know what I'm saying, to not only, you know, kind of bring excitement back to the program. Not only is We can't hear you, Delonte. You gone, gone away. Yeah, we losing you. You done faded. Yeah, man, you fade. That was a fade away in the post. <laughs> hey, can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you. All right. So, you know, um, yeah, you know, you got a certain top five talent, you know what I'm saying, who 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 chose not to, you know what I'm saying, stay local, you know what I'm saying? He he went down south to play college ball. You know, that's fine. It's all good. Um, well hell, he don't even want to play for the 
the local pro team as it is. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But, man, you know what I'm saying? We need somebody. I, I don't even know if this Kevin Willard dude is going to succeed in getting some local, top local talent to come and rep for um from Maryland. The last local talent that we had in even that, I mean, I guess the situation here, bounced from school to school to school with Steve Francis. That was it. You know what I'm saying? It's a new time. It's a new day. Like, let's let's bring that that old, that old feeling back, man. You know what I'm saying? Go out to Baltimore. Go to PG County. Go to Montgomery County. You know what I'm saying? Get, get, you know, get a look at some of these kids that's out here that's, that's, that's killing it. You know what I'm saying? Have them come to the program instead of do that. And you know what I'm saying? And, and not to, like, bear off topic, but I don't know if this Kevin Willard do it, if he's going to hold up to it. Now, if he do, I'll eat crow. I'll eat crow. Um, I hope he does well. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Maryland fan. I'm, you know what I'm saying, born and raised in the state. But, hey, I don't I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I would have – I don't understand why they didn't give Danny Manning the, uh, you know, the, the shot or even call Juan Dixon because I know I know Juan was interested in the job, although, you know, he is a coach of uh, Coppin State. Um, you know, there was a lot of hearsay that he was interested in being a coach. So I, I don't understand, but hey, they know something I don't. You know, it, now, it, it oh, seems, go ahead, my bad. It seems like, you know, this has been a problem. Maryland football and Maryland men's basketball. The women seem like they have it down pat. The amount of talent that leaves this state to go play elsewhere is ridiculous. If they figure out how to reel back in their talent, Maryland, D.C., V.A., West Virginia, um, North Carolina. I know North Carolina is going to be a tad hard because you got, you know, North Carolina and Duke, of course, Pennsylvania. They should be – they should own these territories because, you know, you move to the Big Ten for more money, more exposure. You know, you got, you know, now you, you get to play the Michigans of the world. You get to play the Ohio States of the world. So your your hands should be in their backyard, too. Like, it's just frustrating as a Maryland fan. Everybody's hands is in our backyard. They're taking our kids left and right. Kevin Durant went to, uh, to Texas. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and like Delonte said, Juan Dixon sitting up the street. You won't even bring your own talent back to to maybe give the program a shot in the arm. So I don't get it, man. I just feel like this is a, you know, this is going to be a, a playing game team. They're not going to win this conference with Kevin Willard. They're not going to beat Michigan. You you telling me you expect Kevin Willard to to recruit against Jawan Howard? You crazy? You crazy? Them kids can go to Ohio State and Michigan. Like, what is Maryland offering? You know, you need it. You this needed to be a power move, and they failed. And I'm like Delonte. You know, I, I born and raised in Maryland. I don't want to see the Terrapins fail, whether it's the ladies or the men. You know, the the football program. You got to wear a bag over your head when that's going on, because they getting drummed weekly when they go play them big boys. Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, they they come back without clothes on. Like it's that bad. They they I was thinking when they made that move to the Big Ten, 
you know, start playing these, you know, the Michigans of the world and the Ohio States. Now you see what the, where the bar is. And now it's okay. It's time to, you know, get the bar up. Now you got to go into these kids' houses and be like, don't you want to be the kid that beats Ohio State? It's easy to go Ohio State. You're not going to play. I can, you can play now. You can play now and just imagine what it's going to feel like beating them, beating the big school, putting Maryland on the map. I mean, if they want me to recruit, they can call me, but uh, I'm with Delonte. I just don't agree with the hiring. And I just think it's going to lead to Maryland looking for another coach in a couple. Well, let me address some things that you guys said. Um, you talk about talent leaving the area. Uh, under Gary Williams, who is one of the most successful coaches in Maryland history, uh, one of the best coaches, if not the greatest coach in Maryland history, I think it's him and then it's Lefty. And the only thing that puts him over Lefty is that national championship and then that run. But him and Lefty are the two greatest coaches in Maryland Terps history. Uh, but, you know, Gary didn't want to get in bed with AAU coaches. That's why Kevin Durant left and went to Texas. Because you know how AAU works. Can you – you want this guy, I can get him to commit to you, but I need a job on your staff. And then, you know, you can I can be your pipeline through this team. And, you know, you getting recruit after recruit after recruit through this pipeline. And, you know, that's how it works. Gary never wanted to do that. He never wanted to mess with uh, Baltimore. You know, it was, you remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was a shield up where Baltimore guys did not go to the University of Maryland at all. Guys from Baltimore went to uh, either Georgetown or some other school, but they never came to the University of Maryland. It was a beef. And I think who uh, wanted, it wasn't Joe Smith. God, who was it? I can't remember exactly who it was that broke that barrier down, but that barrier was up for so long. And, you know, it's like, it was a lot that went into that. But now when Turgeon came in, Turgeon started working with all the other people and started working with AAU. So that that's different. But now you have this gentleman, Kevin Willard, and I looked up his head coaching record. And it, it, this is why it's a head scratcher as to why he is the head coach of the Maryland Turpins. Overall, his head coaching record is 270 and 210. He has a 56% win percentage in the tournaments. He's 1-5 in the NCAA tournament, 1-1 one one in NIT. He's won a Big East tournament and a Big East regular uh, season championship. That's it for his teams. Um, he coached as an assistant on the Celtics from 97 to 2001. But it's nothing that stands out to say, hey, this is the guy that's going to lead Maryland back to prominence. And I agree with you, gentlemen. You know, born and raised in, in the state, in the city, even though I'm a Georgetown fan. But born and raised, and I still love to see Maryland do well. And only time will tell. I want to see who he has on the staff because one of our alumni 
from high school sat on the Maryland staff last year and Bruce Shingler and a lot of underground talk was, you know, if they want to look for some new blood, he will be the one to look for. So, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Bruce, man. It's, uh, shout out to Bruce. That's all I got. Wow. BJ said they're not even ranked on 24-7 sports for recruiting. Jeez. Bro, and yet they he not, did. They're not, they not, they not even listed on the – when you go to 24-7, they list their recruiting class, and I wanted to see what they have, for, you know, coming up. Maryland's not even on the site. Period. You, if you go to the Big Ten, Maryland's not listed. Like, <laughs> you, like I said – you're gonna you're gonna go get your head beat in with a bunch of one and two star recruits, you know. You know, and, and Maryland's that underdog school where you know you gotta you know find you know you have to. I say this all the time. I sound like a broken record. I sound like I'm doing a podcast from the other day when you have a program that's not the top tier, and you gotta you have to go get you have to. You know, you have to try to feed the AAU pipeline, like Kevin just said. You have to go to JUCO. You have to go to D2 and D3 and find kids that may have been three, four, five-star recruits that have maybe have some issues, not too much character issues, but maybe great issues, maybe, maybe something else that maybe you can pull from there and build your program. Because you are not getting a five-star recruit to leave Michigan. You, it's just not happening. You're not getting a five-star recruit to leave Ohio State, Wisconsin. You know, you're. it's not it's, as much as I would like it to happen, you know, as much as, you know, I want it to happen. It's just not going to happen. You look at the Big Ten for 2022. Ohio State got five commits. They're number one. They got four four-stars, one three-star. Michigan got four four-star recruits committed. Indiana, they got a five-star, four-star, and a three-star. Illinois, Penn State, Purdue, Nebraska, Michigan State, Minnesota, Iowa, Rutgers, Northwestern, Wisconsin at 13, all have somebody. They Northwestern, Rutgers, and Wisconsin, Iowa, they have a uh, three stars um, uh, committed. Maryland isn't listed. Maryland isn't even listed. They're gonna go to these schools, and they're gonna get their heads beat in. Especially Ohio State, Michigan, Indiana. Especially those schools. So you know, it's 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 a lot to climb out of. I know we got to get out of here, KG. Um, we got one more subject to talk about, and I just wanted to, to, to hear you guys on it real quick. I'm a mute and probably head off, but um, the state of New York is reversing their decision, and it looks like Kyrie Irving will be able to play home games um, later this week. Which I man, I think uh, I think that's. The, the league in trouble, man. The league in trouble because you you seen from a, a a sample plate of what Kyrie and Katie has, has done this season. 
like a, a full serving of Kyrie and Katie, yeah, I, I think the league in trouble. We we might see the best eight seed in NBA history. Can I say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Better yeah. than the '99 Knicks. Damn, that's what I know. That's what I was thinking about. That's what that's the team <laughs> that came to mind. Mm. All right, what top five best eight seeds in, in, in NBA history? I'm I'm gonna say this. It, don't the timing seem kind of shady to y'all? That this comes down and they lift of that band so he can play at home. It of, seems a little shady, doesn't it? Of course, everything's orchestrated, bro. Everything's orchestrated, but you know, this is how the cookie uh, crumbles. Means I, nothing. They won't get out of the first round. I just know this. They get together. I'm tired of players. Like one of the Morris twins was like, "Oh, we only you know we lost to forgot what team he was talking about, but he the Clippers. We only lost to him because we was playing in a bubble." I'm so tired of excuses. Now that Kyrie's back, and that Brooklyn will be back at full strength, there's no more excuses. You can't say, "Oh, you know Kyrie wasn't here." You know you can't say it was in a bubble. You can't say it because they got a date with Milwaukee. You know, they got to get out of the, you know, they, they probably uh, – is Milwaukee number one? No. The, uh, the Heat are number one. Okay. Milwaukee's number two. Okay. Well, you know, that could change it. If, I would love for it to be Milwaukee because that would be a hell of a 8-1 seed after, you know, what happened with, you know, them in the playoffs last, last season. I like – so – no more. I don't want to hear no more excuses from these players. Oh, why? This is why we didn't win this. This is why we didn't win that. You didn't win because you didn't win. But so, what teams do the play in? What is it? Seven, eight, nine. What, what, what teams do the play in? Ten. So seven, eight, nine, ten. I think it's. Are, are you playing games? I think it's seven, eight. Yeah, I think it is seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, because one, one through six is is got got the buy. So it's. Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay. So they would have to jump into the plan, but it just seems orchestrated. I'm, I'm not, I'm not thinking anything out of it. If they get out of the plan, I'll be surprised because they haven't had a chance to jail. But hey, take it how you want it. Um. <laughs> ah man, I hope the horn. I hope they. Play, I know they're gonna have to play the Hornets in that round robin playing. I hope the Hornets beat him and make that eighth, that seventh or eighth seed. I want to see the Hornets do something. I want to see Melo, LaMelo in the playoffs. I, I want to see that. Now, you said it right at first, Melo, because the other Melo ain't, ain't, ain't worthy of that name. He ain't done it. <laughs> well, fellas, I know BJ said that was the last one, but I want to throw this at y'all because I, I'm a, I'm a, it's like I'm throwing something and I'm running. Um, five teams are interested and Colin Kaepernick did not say his phone was going to ring this week. Didn't I tell y'all his phone was going to ring this week after his, his tryout. I mean, I'm sorry. After his training sessions, five teams are calling Colin Kaepernick with job offers. Didn't I tell you his phone was going to ring this week? I told you, I feel vindicated. I called it. Thank you very much for coming out tonight. God bless. That is all the time we have. For the Wednesday wind up live.
<laughs> what you gonna say, B? What you gonna say? His phone, his phone rings every off season. I think it's orchestrated. You know, I think that that you know the 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 NBA, the NFL brass is just like, hey, let's put out a statement like we like we're interested, but we had better options at the end. He this has happened the last couple of seasons. He's not. No, they uh, Nathan Peterson gets signed before he will. That's a damn shame. Yeah, yeah, that is a damn shame. Mr. Pick Six himself. Okay, let me let me put this out here. Let me put this out here. And I I, I mean, whichever one of you gentlemen, both of you want to take this action, let's take that action. Let me think, let me think. Okay. If he's signed by a team, whether it's training camp for a camp arm, but if he signs a contract with a team, Let's say, uh, man, Roman Rooster, chicken sandwich. We'll put that on there. I love, I love betting food. Who, who wants that action? I want. God damn fit. Yeah. Oh Lord, pretty soon I'm about to be putting this dude kid through college. All three of them. God damn. Huh. Does that mean fifty dollars? If so, yeah, <laughs> add me to that too. I don't know about no $50 now. Wait a minute. Oh. Talking about, I don't, I, how much are the same? I know they look good though. I, them same look good, but I don't know if they're a dollar a piece. But I, I I got you down. Okay, two Roman Rooster sandwiches. If he signs with a team, whether he makes it through the preseason or not, if he signs, I'm going to need them two Roman Rooster sandwiches. Is that a deal, gentlemen? Y'all going to take that action? All right, that's on wax. All right, that's all our time to the next time. We got to get up out of here. That was the man of the hour, Delonte, the boss BJ. I'm the big guy, KG. Junie, keep getting better, brother, because we got a lot of NBA to talk about. And Bradley Bill, stay out them streets. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here.